Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Umar. How y'all doing today? I'm excited for today. I'm excited. Yo, that last yeah. segment, though. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> well, we have a packed agenda for you, for you all today, so we might as well jump right into it. So, uh, as we were saying last week, uh, as was actually happening while our show was happening last week, the D23 Fan Expo was releasing a whole bunch, a whole ton of information regarding everything Disney. That includes Lucasfilms, Mar Marvel Studios, the works, uh, and also, you know, uh, Disney in itself. So, uh, you know, noticeably, there were some uh, backlashes, well, uh, racial backlashes to certain things. We'll be covering some of those. Uh, I mean, we all knew the black Ariel for a little mermaid was going to have a problem with some people. Apparently it had, a, uh, a lot of problems for a lot of people. Uh, I think of like 1.3 million people dislike the trailer on YouTube just to make their point, get their point across. I mean, we were aware they were against it for racial purposes. Uh, but I guess they needed to make a statement. Anyway, so moving on from that one, the first uh, of the trailers that we're going to be covering uh, is the Andor, the Star Wars Andor TV series. Uh, now, this this was like the like their final trailer, uh, and the show is going to debut on uh, I think the twenty first, so next week. Uh, and the first two episodes have been dropped, and so far the preliminary early reactions and reviews have been quite positive uh people have been calling this uh the adult mature dark uh star wars series that uh everyone's been asking for it is completely devoid of all like magic or aka the force so no sith no jedi no lightsabers just people being enslaved by the empire and the beginnings of the rebellion against them so the tr the final trailer dropped, and I gotta say, it's still like my interest in this trailer. Sorry, that my interest in the show just keeps getting bigger. Like to the point that I actually think that I may be disappointed by the series based off the hype I have for uh, for the series, which I never thought I would say about the Andor series. But uh, here we are. Uh, I I'm. I'm really interested to see where this goes. I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing. Oop, I'm so excited! I hit my mic. Uh, I'm really excited to see like where the political aspects come into play if they come into play. I'm looking forward to seeing the on the ground views of what it was like to be under the Empire's thumb and rising above it. So yeah, I, I got to say, me personally, I'm super excited for this. How about you, Darcy? Like, uh, you're, you're my fellow Star Wars uh, uh, lover. What would you say uh, your excitement level, and what did you think of the trailer that was released on uh, D23? Of all the trailers, is the one I forgot to watch. But on the on a plus note, I actually am more into Star Wars, so it's not really like a, a real problem for me. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd already seen the prior ones, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm generally like you know intrigued and and excited for it. As mm -hmm. uh, I was looking at the pictures that were up on the last slide, one I forget Umar, what's the name of? Uh, it's not the the the, the uh, X Wing. What's the Empire's uh, like fighter ships that they use? The black Star ones. Shore? Oh, the tide of fires? 
the, the, the tie to fire fighters i was just tie thinking, fighters tie fighters yes i was like i yeah and uh, you said it with a slight and i i, I just try to mimic my, my but, bad, my bad. <laughs> so the, the, the i was thinking about how like when you said there's no magic or no, no force right having the scenario where like you know when you have a jedi and you and a tie fighter's coming down and shooting you're like yeah i, I mean i know we at risk but you know he force bubble it you know and then when they're not there it's like the sound of that thing is actually really intimidating. And so the mm -hmm. idea of a show where like you can feel the weight of a lot of these things um, in, is, is more exciting um, and feels like it's just going to be like a good, like, like the potential of this is that it's going to just be a good nether um, people in, you know, the universe and space fighting for their survival. I, I don't want to say Battlestar Galactica because it's not really a, a good comparison, but just the idea but it of could like, be. Yeah, but just the idea of it being like, you know, weighty and and, you know, fighting and surviving and trying to thrive in difficult times in space and what all that means. Um, you know, I, I look forward to hopefully being along those lines. So, yeah, I'm overall generally excited. Um, I'm gonna watch it when it comes out. T, we, we all know that you are a fan specifically of the Force and lightsabers. So th this sounds like this, <laughs> this series has been specifically <laughs> crafted to not make you want to watch it. So I'm kind of interested. What do you think? Uh, so I'll be honest with you. I literally just started watching the trailer just now. I just finished it. So um, <laughs> my man, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I was trying to listen to you guys at the same time so i had it on mute so i don't really know what the storyline is about but there's a lot of action from what i can see which is which looks pretty cool um but yeah you kind of said it i i'm i'm more into like the jedi storyline um and the usage of the force more so than i am with like anything that has to do do with um rogue one so yeah i don't really know what to expect with this show um I guess for me, I'm kind of banking on what your general feedback, both of you guys, uh, think about the show overall. And if you guys are talking about it heavily, and I mean, you guys by now know, kind of have a feel for what my taste is. And so if you guys say, yo, you got to check out the show, I think you'd really dig it. Then, you know, I'll I'll take that at face value and, and check it out. But um, aside from that, I mean... Yeah, I got I got nothing, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no worries, man. I think what we'll do. I think this will be another situation where uh, where Darcy and I try to pitch a show to you, or like how we all have at one point or another tried to pitch a show to one of us. I, I'm I'm not going to just try to get you in the first two episodes because, like, for for all I know, I could get you in the first two episodes and then like all shit goes downhill, yeah. and yeah. you'll be like, really? Yeah, that's true. I'm just waiting right. for Umar to say he said he wouldn't tell you, tell you in the first two episodes. Episode one rolls around. Nah, forget what I said, man. You got to watch your show right now. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for to happen. <laughs> I love that you actually get me. You get me, Darcy. <laughs> Episode right. one's always a hard sell. That's it's always true. a hard sell. That's true. All right. Well, then moving on to our, our next trailer, which uh, comes at a, like, I'm not going to lie. I did not know this thing was happening. Uh, D23 released the trailer for the uh, CGI animated Star Wars Tales of the Jedi TV series. So it's, I think uh, it's from the same animation that, yeah, the same animation as uh, Bad Batch and also Clone Wars. And it is apparently, uh, like they got the Liam Neeson to come, uh, sorry, Liam Neeson's 
I'm trying to make a reference to Key and Peel. I feel that utterly. So I'm just going to move on and live in my embarrassment and cry myself to sleep. Anyway, so uh, this is going to be a uh, a series that's going to follow uh, like short stories of the Jedi. It's like an anthology series uh, where they show the Jedi well before Anakin showed up. And it's going to have like a young Qui-Gon Jinn, a young... Uh, um, Count Dooku is going to have a whole bunch of other like uh, people like Mace Window, Mace Windu also who will be young. I think they're going to have Yoda uh, and like Bail Organa, and it's just going to be like tales of the Jedi, like them going about the universe, doing their shit, uh, hoping uh, to have some like deeper understanding of how the Jedi worked and also how the Jedi fit in with the Republic, like because it was kind of like they were protectors of the peace, but like what does that mean exactly? Because we only ever saw them like full on going to war with the clones uh, and the droids. So, um, yeah, I think that's what this is. Uh, I'm not going to lie. This sounds more interesting than what the trailer saw. Uh, I feel like there, I, I was missing uh, like a key piece of like what the narrative is going to be like. But nonetheless, like I, I'm going to give it a try. Oh, yeah. There's apparently a baby Ahsoka Tano in this as well. Um I'm going to give it a try, but I'm not going to say, like, this is something I'm, like, looking forward to. I'm just going to check it out whenever I have, I have time. But that's just me personally. Uh, Darce, how about you? Uh, did uh, did you watch the tra this trailer, or are you interested in uh, what the show is going to be? I had seen this trailer. Um, yeah, I agree with you that on, like, the premise of what this is about uh, is a little bit more interesting than the trailer leads on. I'm also wondering if I'm a little bit, like... Um, I don't want to say burnt out on this this this, this like tone, but I'm also a big fan of this stuff. So I'm I'm gonna get into it, and I'm just hoping that it, it it's really good. I like the idea of the anthology. I feel like although I could be conflating this with something else I've seen, but like I think there's some of Ahsoka with Anakin that's gonna be displayed in this. Like it's the end of that story is the the beginning of their story, and she's mm -hmm. kind of leading up to that. By the way, in that last clip where Ahsoka is a baby, yeah, that species, they have a nice glow up because that was not the cutest look on the baby. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's an alien baby. I can say that kind of stuff. But um... <laughs> <laughs> an alien CGI baby, too. Oh, I know. No, it's just like the, the dots. And then like you see like the mother and you're like, yeah, just wait, wait a few years. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be good. You'll be good. Um, but um also, kind of as you were speaking with us, Umar, random question: Does Ahsoka species live longer than humans, or are they generally in line? Because that's because like you're saying it's like oh well before, and I'm like I'm, but like I'm pretty sure they like to show her in this trailer being the age in which she meets Anakin. And I'm like, is she is she like is this like before she meets him, or is she born before Anakin, and she has a longer lifespan, and it takes a lot longer to mature? no idea. I mean, I hopefully I think, we get that answer, you know? I, yeah, I, I think it's more going to be, like, the fact that it's, like, anything before uh, and, like, during the prequels. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But, yeah, overall, I mean, I want these stories, so um, you know, I think it's just going to be, like, once I start seeing it, then I'll, I'll be, like, more into it tactics yeah i just saw the trailer just now so um yeah i mean uh i feel like because i didn't see clone wars this is gonna kind of be lost on me a little bit 
I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so I can't really say that I'm all that excited to to watch this, and I f- I feel like I'm going to be kind of lost because I'm I'm f- like I'm obviously I'm familiar with um, Qui Gon Jinn and um, uh, the the alien chick that Darcy just mentioned. Um, I've seen, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen her pop up here and there, but I I don't think you'll be lost. I mean, well, I'll let you guys decide that because I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you guys are going to check this out as well. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, in regards to all the other shows I have to get caught up on, I think this is going to be like deep last on the like the bottom of the list, to be honest. So, I thought Andor would be. Well, I mean, no, that's, it, got, that's got more chance with him. I already know. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> really, uh, I thought it would be the other way around because I thought like because this has this has like all force and like force training and uh, yeah. But Jedi again, I, I again I feel like if I'm if I'm not familiar with Clone Wars, I might not. This might not resonate with me as much. Where I feel like with Andor because I've seen Rogue One, I'm gonna be a little bit more familiar with what's going on. Uh, okay, I can I can see what you mean. I would say that my only counter argument would be that I haven't seen all of Clone Wars. I've only seen certain story arcs, and like for me, that was enough because mm-hmm. like like I didn't really want to see like a whole bunch of like different like stories about different Jedi randomly during the Clone Wars. So yeah. I just like focused on the stuff that had to do with like the Mandalorians and with uh, and Darth Maul. So gotcha. personally, I would say that this won't have that kind of an effect on you because you already know the characters from the prequels. And yeah, I think that's, all, that's I think that's all you need. But but fair enough. If, if if this is like that's not me trying to like push it on you. Just just me saying that I think that you you would be fine. But again, I'm I'm waiting for your 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 critiques. I, I'm, if, I'm if you guys come out and say yo, the show is like hot shit, then I'll check it out. But other than that, I I think I got to eventually start doing full Full Metal Alchemist at some point. Please God so, for the love of God. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, Umar, let's just let like let's let it slide. He you can't go watch this anytime soon. You know, no. like, this is how it is. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Moving on on more ways than one. So um, the trailer, the finally, finally, the trailer for the Mandalorian season three got dropped at uh, at D twenty three. Uh now, I will say that this trailer didn't really tell me much i thought it would have a lot more involved to it but like like it just i was happy with it i was excited to see it it got me back into being excited for uh watching the mandalorian season three clearly there's going to be a huge focus on mandalore on on itself and other mandalorians and like and all that sort of stuff and looks like they're stepping away from the jedi stuff which I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm actually kind of happy for because it's it's nice to see a like a almost like a, a return uh, quest back home uh, to the, to the, like the original lands of Mandalore. So I'm excited for this. I also like the fact that they didn't tell me much. Yeah, like seeing this made me go ooh. Um, so and also having Grogu and uh, and Mando back together again is pretty awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing or, or where this uh, story goes, and I'm actually kind of glad that I'm not seeing. I don't know a lot of like I can't really like guess where the story is going, 
So I, I'm all for that. So like, yeah, for me, like I was already going to watch season three. Like it's not like they needed to sell me very hard. And the trailer kind of made me feel that they, they're like, look, I know you're going to be watching. So I'm just going to give you some like bare bones stuff. But like, let's face it, you're going to be watching. And I completely agree with that. So uh, that, that's that's just me personally. Uh, I can't can't say that I there was anything particular that stuck out with me uh, because it's I'm like seriously like just I want drop it on Disney Plus already. How about you, Darce? Like, uh, what, what what did you feel? How did you feel about the trailer? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a teaser, uh, a good long teaser, but it's giving me all the stuff that I need. You know, it's letting me know there's another sh- another season coming, which is fundamentally all I need to know. <laughs> unless, <laughs> un- unless they start showing me visuals that look like they just phoned it in and screwed the whole thing up. Um, yeah, I'm I'm there. Um, uh, and yeah, it's it's overall like it's exciting. It looks like it has action. I like how it also emphasizes the relationship between him and Grogu, and how much it's like the father roles kind of coming out, and the identity crisis of are you you you're no longer a Mandalorian, but are you a Mandalorian? Like, can you be a Mandalorian at heart? Like, and there's the two factions of Mandalore, and how how they have different um, uh, ideological views on what their their state and their their religion yeah. and their culture is and so you know uh if, if they they do a good job building that up and maybe going for some heart between grogu and the the concept of what mandalore is um i think they can they can really you know do something strong here uh and not have to you know just make it a like whose lightsaber is bigger you know tone that we we get half the time so um i'm i'm excited and i think that this can be as much of a bigger action season and yet at the same time a much more emotionally grounded season um you know if if they want to keep evolving it the right way i completely agree t yeah you don't have to sell me on this one i'm i'm a i'm a fan of the mandalorian i i've been enjoying it so far uh i'm all caught up so yeah i'm excited to see uh season three the trailer looks dope uh they didn't reveal much just like you guys said but um, there's enough there in the teaser trailer, the long t- teaser trailer, for me to continue to stay invested. So, um, yeah, count me in, man. Count me in. Nice. Nice. Um, all right. Moving on to our final uh, trailer uh, reaction, which is one that I was very much looking forward to. So, uh, D23 dropped the Secret Invasion uh, trailer with our man Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson, coming back in tall order. Uh, It looks like the invasion of Earth by the Skrulls has already happened, as opposed to is happening. Uh, The trailer showed that, like, Nick Fury returns to Earth. He meets up with uh, Maria Hill. And he meets up with Talos, and like you know, they're working together. Uh, Olivia Coleman is in the show uh, as I think as um, Fallsworthy. Uh, she's she's like a she she's like a British Nick Fury uh, of sorts. Uh, and uh, Martin Freeman uh, as uh, um, oh my god, I'm forgetting his name right now. Everett Ross is in there. We, we got Amelia Clark uh, who they didn't really explain who she was. 
but she's in it. Don Cheadle is in it. Like I, I'm gonna, I, I'm just saying, I'm really <clears> glad Don Cheadle is like all over the place. Like he, he, they showed him in like, yeah, he was only in one episode of Falcon uh, and uh, a Winter Soldier, but he was there. Uh, he's he looks like he's prominent in this one, and also he is going to be in Armor Wars. So like Don Cheadle's like killing it right now in the MCU. But yeah, like he looks like he is a senator now. Uh, because or like or he could be working for the White House because he no longer is in military uniform. He's uh, in a suit with like a American pin, and I feel like there are other things that happened in it. But like I, I'm all for this trailer, uh, especially the moment where like Talos grabs one guy and like literally the entire room turns into that guy to be like, "Yo, bro, drop him." Uh, so yeah, like I'm excited, and it looks like it kind of has. And it could be just me, but it looks like it kind of has the Falcon and Winter Soldier slash um, a Captain America Winter Soldier feel and like like style of it of it like like the political thriller slash like superhero aspect uh, 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 going for it, which that just gives me a geek heart on every single time. Sorry for the use, but like it's true. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Darcy's like no. No, don't, don't need to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, n- nonetheless, like I am all here for this trailer. I am all here for this show. If it's not going to be good, I I will be devastated. But yeah, that's just me. Apparently, I got my hopes uh, high. I want to kick it to you guys. What do you think, Darcy? Let's start with you. Um, so I'm super hyped for this. And the reason is I'm, I'm gonna first uh, uh, give some props to my to my cousin who's got a, a Twitch channel, uh, Bankable Bench. If you want to see his theories, he's he's uh, streaming his gaming, but he's talking about this stuff, mm-hmm. and he's got me thinking a lot more. And like I've watched the animated one of the Marvel animated shows, they they showed a lot of like how big the scrolls are. Um, <clears throat> scrolls scrolls man yeah scrolls scrolls i know i I just said it wrong i was like did i say scrolls um and um it's telling me that like based on everything i'm hearing and whatnot like not only have they been here they have been here the entire marvel cinematic universe to the point that like we haven't seen nick fury in the actual nick fury since like I don't know, like I don't remember which, Far from which one. Home. Yeah, like no, before then, like no, no, much... but we saw him at the end. No, but I mean, we haven't seen him interacting with everybody since before uh, Infinity. No, no, um, uh, one with Ultron. <clears throat> yeah, he's been. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. He's been. Oh, scrolls. you mean since. The scrolls have been here since Ultron. You're thinking no before then, but the point, the, the thing is, is what what what's got me really interested is that like Nick Fury hasn't been the real Nick Fury hasn't been around for a long effing time. In the we've been seeing scroll versions every time we've been interacting since like the first Avengers is like the last time or somewhere in between the first Avengers and like uh, Age of Ultron. I think it was. <clears throat> Um, where he's been constantly scrolls. There was a, I forget which movie, it might have been Civil War or the other one, but he, my cousin was referencing this idea that he, he made a statement that they said, well, when we see you, and he's like, you'll see me everywhere. And that, that's it, in uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. And that wasn't a, that wasn't uh, like just a, a quip. He was literally meaning, 
I am actually everywhere because you'll keep seeing scroll versions of me that in, uh, in every movie he's made references about like we know about the whole like peanut butter with this or sandwiches with the crust thing but that his actual scar and his face have been slightly adjusted in every film and we have been paying attention to it so and just go and thinking about like what happened with the the um animated um series was like essentially you've been following the avengers and then you find out the the scrolls uh are there and you realize that half the avengers you've been watching in this whole show for like two seasons weren't actually humans they were scrolls and so there's a lot of the people in our own avengers that are probably going to come out to be find out that they're scrolls and there's a lot of implications of what this could mean like this could be bigger and and mixed with everything that's going on with kang much bigger much more interesting it's like the um it's like after the snap and how we talked about the impacts we want to see the impacts of after the snap and how we've been seeing that what i think is really interesting about this is like okay but (laughs) now go back through everything you've seen through every movie every show and question everything because you don't know who's who and we'll get the reveals over multiple properties to find out is this person uh actually this person or is it a scroll did they between this movie and this movie what happened where were they between here and here we didn't pay attention to that detail now let's go back and take a look is that potentially a scroll and that insecurity not only for us fans to enjoy that but for the actual characters to be questioning each other and creating problems um i just get really excited for this now just knowing the implications that like everything can flip upside down after the show it kind of reminds me of like how things were like when, like I remember watching uh, Captain America Winter Soldier for the first time and when like Scarlet Witch and Captain America found out that like S.H.I.E.L.D. literally is actually Hydra and I was just like oh but like they kind of resolved that yeah. big thing like in that one movie this is kind of like like you're saying it's like no no, no how about you go back and rewatch everything from that time and yeah. then start thinking about that. Yeah, because you can't you can't resolve this unless you have a scroll like all scrolls are like a hive mind and they die if you kill the queen. Right. Like unless you do that, you can't resolve this quickly. And there's good scrolls and there's bad scrolls. And so like what side are they on and who's doing what? And are you actually interacting with like it's just there's so many questions of it. And and, like I don't want to call them insecurities, but like the skepticism. Paranoia. Yeah, paranoia and skepticisms that will will happen from the consequences of that. And so that's just, you know, and then there's those also horribly named super scrolls, the ones that can inherit superpowers. And then the ones yeah. that most of them can just impersonate a person. But then the, there's ones that actually can uh, in their genes work in a way that the they, powers. Yeah. So like the, they <laughs> they want to be Scarlet Witch. They can be Scarlet Witch, you know, and like, what does that mean? So anyways. Obviously, you can tell I'm hyped because I'm hyped less for like the show's. I think it's gonna be good. It's the implications that the show opens up in the MCU yeah. and tells me that like they've been planning a lot. We've been feeling a lull, but they're not. They're not done. They're not. Yeah. They're not checking out. They're setting up for this mixed with like the craziness of Kang. It's gonna be something. Yeah. How about UT? Um. I mean, hearing how passionate Darcy is about uh, what's to come has piqued my interest slightly. 
uh, <clears throat> as you know, kind of um, my views regarding some of the Marvel shows have been kind of underwhelming, to say the least. So I don't know. I'm I, I'm still reserving judgment in terms of, of this, but based off of what Darcy's been saying and, and the opportunities for them to kind of go to backtrack and kind of revisit um, some of the previous movies and intertwine. Inter- twine some of these uh movies or or the scrolls into certain particular scenarios that we've that we thought went one way but really went another way so it's kind of like a misdirect in a way <clears throat> i think that could be really in, in, intriguing similar to what they did with um with endgame not not well not so much in that regard but like when they went back in time and you got yep. to see them go back to like um uh attack on new york and do things a little bit differently. I think it'd be interesting. I, I really enjoyed that. And then like how like the Hulk went to go see uh, what's her name? Um, uh, the, um, the the ancient the, one. The ancient one. Yeah. Uh, so seeing elements of that and revisiting that from a different perspective is always fun and interesting. So I feel like this show has the opportunity to kind of do that. And then with these super scrolls now, if they start to interject those into the into the mix, that could be really interesting because then it gives opportunity for potential. Uh, like heavy hitters or old players to come back, you know, maybe Robert Downey Jr. might make an appearance or something like that. You know, you never know. Uh, Captain America. So, but I think that'd be pretty. Think of it like this: <clears throat> Don't just think about oh, the Super Scroll inherits someone's ability and brings back a character for a temporary time frame. Mm-hmm. What if someone like Black Widow was actually a scroll the entire time? The version we saw. What if the original introduction of Black Widow is the first time we actually saw her as a real character, but then the next time she comes on screen, it was actually a scroll, and the scroll was the one who we saw do everything to the end game. And the real Black Widow was the whole time was actually with Nick Fury on a spaceship, not on Earth. And then all of a sudden, she comes back but she's mm. a different version because she had different experiences that's the mm-hmm. real one ah. there's, there's things like that yeah, like, i'm yeah, not yeah. saying that that's going to happen i'm saying yeah, yeah. think of the implications of stuff like that where it's almost like multiverse but mm-hmm. it's not it's just a different person playing out experiences throughout several films that we had seen <clears> and <throat> now you have to question everything it's less like I, I'm going to show up and pretend to be this person so we can get you know this actor back it's more like this actor could come back because the fundamentally what we saw wasn't them the whole time yeah, yeah. or it wasn't them for these two three films that were very critical and why they're, they're no longer in the mcu but that they are and so it's like it's it's just a very big set of things that can can and could have happened that it's just they can do a lot with it for a very long time let me ask you this though and this is a question for both of you guys so do you th- do you think that like i like that theory but do you also think that it kind of cheapens the effect of or the the weight of what happens when we lose a person in in these franchises so like for example if they were to do if they were to kind of revert back and like undo that whole death with black widow or even iron man for that matter do you feel like it 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 cheapens the the overall like weight of of what that scene kind of delivered <clears throat> Okay, I, I would say personally that uh, I think they're going to stay away from the big deaths uh, because I don't. I think they're trying to avoid what you're what you're worried about, what you're asking. Mm-hmm. But this has happened in comics all the time. No, yeah, so like, in comics, I would agree with you. It has cheapened it because there mm-hmm. have been certain deaths that I'm just like, damn. And then then they're like, oh, by the <laughs> way, that was a scroll, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. So like. 
comic book wise, it's been done to me so much that I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, okay, carry on. With the MCU, uh, if they showed that like uh, Natasha was a Skrull or that uh, Tony, uh, no, no, let's just like let's just use Natasha because Darcy used her as an example. If that happened, I would be like. So did that squirrel like love humanity so much or like did it want to save its people so badly that it just decided to like do like like I guess but like I would have more questions that would kind of be like they need follow up because us leaving by ourselves with it it's like not able to put that together mm-hmm. um, but like if it's something along the lines of okay for example cuz we saw that Rhodey's in the show what if Rhodey was always a squirrel from beginning like from a certain point uh, like let's say, okay, this is, would be hilarious. But what if Terrence Howard was actually heard, the original? I heard that theory too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Don Cheadle <laughs> is literally a scroll from the moment. I'll be like, <laughs> okay, that was a bad example because now I want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, he shapeshifted into another black guy. He just forgot one day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but. Hey, so I have I, I want to circle back. I was like, I mean, well, that's amazing, but I'm like, we, go on, go we, we could we could do too much with that. Um, going back to the, the Natasha, the reason when I pulled that off of my head um, was because there was something logical in that. Now, to answer my version of uh, of to that question, the, the attack is asked. I think they can only do it once. If they were going to do a yes. heavy hitter, they could only do it once. Mm-hmm. And the only reason Natasha made sense to me because it had to do with Nick Fury. Like it would make sense that Nick Fury would take her with him at some point because she's so elite and he, and she's so reliable, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if he needs somebody he could trust, he knew it would be her. That kind of a thing. Him and like Maria Hill are like people he can trust, trust, right? And so, uh, and we've seen that in like, um, what, which one was it? Uh, uh, Winter Soldier, where like yeah. he, he did a ruse and he she was the only one, right? So, um and if you were to, to do that, you would have to show that the scroll who was in, inhabiting her through everything, like you, you know, playing her role. But I think you could tell that story very well if you showed what happened uh, between Infinity War and um, and uh, uh, Endgame and how, you know, Natasha was never emotional. Right. And how the scroll was emotional how the scroll was emotionally impacted by the devastation of infinity war and was willing to do any sacrifice right like any being who lost who survived losing half of the universe is going to be completely willing to sacrifice themselves to bring back the other half does it, it's not about at that point whether he's the, the scroll is natasha or not and, and, and like I'm all, am i sacrificing myself for natasha no the scroll will be like i'm sacrificing myself for all of my family and my species that have been wiped out and so you could actually make the argument that natasha is alive and that that scroll did everything in its power to to you know move things forward and that would be the one character that I'm not saying. Uh, I don't know. Part of me wants that to be because it's like I, I want to see Scarlett Johansson come back. And I want to see her do more. Um, and of all the ones, I don't know why she's just like one that I that I want. Like Tony, I'm I'm good with that right there. You know, I do want Captain America to come back, but I'm I'm good with Tony. Like I, 
Robert Downey Jr. did like what he needed to do. I don't feel like we need to see more than like a cameo or something or him in like a hologram. But yeah, anyways, that's just my thought. They could do it once and it has to be there has to be emotional weight because you could show the scroll side of that pain. Like everyone leaves the room after like, you know, when um, when uh, Natasha was emotional and Cap comes in with the sandwich thing and makes a joke and then leaves. What if after everyone leaves, it switches to the scroll and you see even more emotion? out mm. of the character and you do More and then you yeah and you show then you show why it's sacrificed or you know and then then you you get it right but again yeah. i think you can only do that once yeah mm-hmm. good good question t all right so uh i guess we'll find out what uh how uh the secret invasions goes for all of us but yeah i'm 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 with you darcy i'm i'm all in so <clears throat> moving on to our next topic. Now we're moving out of the trailers and now into the uh, announcements that were made by uh, the D23. And this had to do with Daredevil, the, t- uh, the title being Born Again. Now, uh, yeah. Oh, that's a great picture, T. I haven't seen that one yet. Nice. Is that um, fan art or is that real? I don't know. Uh, I think it, I will say it is real. Uh, or fan art? Actually, I don't know. But <laughs> I feel like it might be fan art just because I don't know if Disney would promote this Blood. particular photo. Yeah, I was thinking that just not too. Because I was going to say, like, it's just an official preview. And then I'm like, wait, there's a lot of blood in this one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> uh, so, okay. Uh, we've been hearing, we knew this sh- the show was coming. Uh, we saw Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio at uh, D23 promoting this. They're really ha- they're really excited because and also they're excited to working together again. It was described by Charlie Cox that this uh, like he hasn't seen the script yet, so this is just his impression based off conversations with uh, creators and Kevin Feige that this is going to be a, a less serious version than what we got from Netflix. However, he said that. At the same time, that while it's not going to be as dark as uh, this this uh, Netflix series was, and since and this is a complete, this is like a starting from fresh. This isn't season four of Daredevil. This is a season one rebooted in this universe where he's wearing the yellow outfit versus the uh, red one. But he feels that this is going to be something, as he puts it, similar. Did his mic just cut out? Or yeah, he, I don't hear nothing from him. Yeah. You 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 hit the top, Umar. You have like that mute button on, on that mic. If you touch the top of it. Don't you have a mute if you touch the top of it? Oh man. <laughs> I swear it wasn't me this time. <laughs> it wasn't me. I was actually very interested to hear what he had to say. I'm also just looking up pictures of the yellow suit, Daredevil suit. I'm more a fan of the red. Yeah, I'm I'm not super sold on the yellow suit. Yeah, oh, okay. I, we heard you for a bit and then you cut out again. I'm still out. Oh no! Now we can hear you. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, right. Some reason my mic just gave out, so I'm gonna have to uh, check that out later. 
Uh, unfortunately, you guys have to hear me with my lame uh, headset one. Uh, but uh, sorry, uh, do, um, were you guys saying something? No, no, you were saying something. Right. What was the last thing you guys heard me say? Man, just start over. <laughs> all right uh so uh what i was saying was that um that uh this series uh it, it's uh, like so charlie fox was saying that since he hadn't seen the uh the script yet but he was saying that um it's going to be uh, as fun it's going to be like his, uh, his uh like she hulk but i think he was saying that it's like she hulk his appearance that's probably gonna happen next week but that still sounds like it's going to have more comedic aspects to it than in the Netflix version. Also, it's probably not going to be as bloody because you know it's Disney, and also um, it's a it's a, like a re, it's almost like a soft reboot where it's him from season like it's a brand new season one. It's not like a continuation from the Netflix. At first, I was worried about this because I'm like, oh, I I don't want a a, a, a like a happier uh daredevil but then he was also saying guys like this like you have to understand this is like this is still daredevil so like it has to follow the comics so i thought about it and one show uh so far on disney plus that has come out uh with the mcu stuff that makes me think that it could be on, on along that lines is falcon and winter soldier now granted that was a little bit more political than i think this was going to be but it, like in that they showed blood uh, not as much as they did in, in the Netflix series, but they actually showed it there. Also, there are some serious, like, like dark tones in that, but it also had the, like the jokes between Anthony Mackie and uh, and uh, Sebastian Stan being Falcon and and Winter Soldier. So I think it's going to be something along that where they actually tackle these very important, serious topics, and also Vincent D'Onofrio and also uh, Matt uh, continuing their uh, their rivalry as Daredevil and a Kingpin. Hopefully they get the rest of the cast back or they may get new cast members. We'll, we'll find out. But I was momentarily a little uh, worried by uh, Charlie Cox's uh, like uh, announcements. However, the fact that he said he hasn't read the script yet leaves me with hope. Uh, but that's just me. Like That's just me. And also, I'm like... You can, sue me I, I want more charlie cox and daredevil and like Vincent d'onofrio and kingpin so like i'll take it in whatever form but while we're not going to get as dark as we got from netflix i think we're going to get hopefully as good but that's just me and my, and my hopeful uh you know uh youthful view uh darcy how about you man like oh, oh, what did you think um first off um it's amazing how umar went from needing tech support to sounding like tech support uh second of all (laughs) (laughs) i I couldn't let that slide um uh let let me start with the things that i'm worried about one i'm worried about how this 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 outfit's gonna look this yellow and red is not my favorite look and i know we've seen the helmet not a fan of the color, so I'm just hoping that he don't. He doesn't end up, you know, just looking like a kid TV show by the time it's done. You know, uh, in terms of the the yellow and red, I don't get why they couldn't just leave it all red. It's not like even if even if it was like the most, you know, 
G-rated show with like the dumbest like fight scenes that look like uh, Power Rangers out here. I don't still get why he couldn't be wearing red. Like it doesn't imply blood. It hides blood. <laughs> so um I, I just don't know why he uh, uh it's all right, Umar. You don't have to get the microphone working. I just get a chance to tease you, that's all. Um but <laughs> um so I'm 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 a little bit worried about the the, the outfit the outfit just because i it's not my color preference uh i have a great image i'm going to send you guys in whatsapp that you can see it's just the worst color combination someone's done of the yellow and, and red um but um and i can't say that like him not having read the script yet doesn't worry me because i'm like that doesn't give me any confidence like you don't know the material yet like that's it doesn't bring me confidence umar that's i feel the opposite of you mm. uh, however however where i feel better is that one we've seen like the the light tone we got to see in um far from home right um in terms yeah. of him interacting with spider-man and i'm totally fine with his his tone because like there's been moments where he's been it's been funny uh, uh between him and 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 uh um i'm forgetting. happy what's that happy no i was gonna go with uh his buddy Peter? in no no, I'm talking about from season one of Daredevil. Oh, Foggy. Foggy, thank you. I kept wanting to say like Foggy, and I'm like, that's not it. Um, so <laughs> him and like his interactions, him and Foggy, like there's been funny stuff, right? Like I'm not saying it was mostly there, it was just there were there were tones, right? And when he did that in Far From Home, it was like didn't feel out of character for him. And then we've seen Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. And even though there's like, he's clearly has some level of superpowers. Did he take a serum or something in between, you know, like but leading up to the, to, to the show. Um, but he still played that role very much to, similar to the way he played it before. Right. Obviously in a different context, but yeah. I'm like, they're, they're not, I feel like they wouldn't bring these guys in to make them play different versions of the character that are dramatically different, you know, because if you're going to make them dramatically different, you don't bring the same actors who had a beloved like style of d delivering the character and then say, Hey, I know you're really good at that. I know you're really good at that. I just want you to do something else over here. Not related, you know, same name, but you know, totally different thing. So I feel like they have to keep the, the tonality similar. Um, but obviously, the, you know, storytelling is going to be a bit different. So um, I'm, 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 in, I'm cautiously optimistic is the best way to put it. T. Yeah, this is disappointing to me, honestly. Um, the news about, I, I agree with Darcy, like him not reading the script kind of concerns me because at this point... I don't point, think there's a script to read, though. Uh, it's not like he's like avoiding reading the script. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying that he's avoiding reading the script, but the fact that he, there is, it, like, just like you said, if there is no script or whether he's read, there, whether there is no script or he hasn't read a script, the fact still remains that just because he's speaking highly of it doesn't give me any vote of confidence because what what else is he going to say? You you know, like if you just got hired for a job, you're not going to shit talk it if you really want the position. You know what I mean? So uh, like him, like I'm at T23, anytime, they can't like, touch uh, me. No, the thing is, like, anytime, like, you know, you, you see like guests like or um, celebrities on like guests talk like late night talk shows or whatever and they're like speaking highly of the film before it's released like that everyone's always like oh yeah the, he made it sound so good and it's like of course what else is he going to say is he going to say oh it's shit <laughs> but you know i still got paid nah like he's going to promote it until he's done with the film completely and then he's going to be like yeah that wasn't my best film <laughs> you know so yeah, yeah. 
th- that doesn't really give me any uh any voter confidence at all. So there's that. Um, Umar, you mentioned uh, the tone regarding Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And to that, I'll say the thing is, at least on my end, from my perspective, I had no idea what to expect going into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I had no idea what kind of show we were going to get. And so going in and watching it in its entirety, I was pleasantly surprised by how gritty the show was. Right. The problem here now is, and that's the thing, the thing is, like we we've never we never had a Falcon in the Winter Soldier, so this was the first time. Like we've seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier in the movies, but bringing them into the TV show, especially on Disney, is a whole different story. Yeah. With this, we already got an iteration of Daredevil, right? So the tone had already been set, the expectations are already high, and now we're going to be getting a watered down version. That's like going from honey nut cheerios to regular ass cheerios or like fruit loops to like fruit circles you know like it, it just or just circles or just yeah <laughs> fruit circles <laughs> colored 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 loops or some shit like, you know what i mean like it, it's just that that sounds like the, the, the racist guy cereals trying to like make money off of the black people Here's, come on negroes enjoy your colored loop <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Oh. So, so yeah. I mean, there, there, there's that, and so it's kind of disappointing the fact that we're not going to get a continuation, especially considering that season three of the Netflix Daredevil show left us on such a great cliffhanger with the setup mm. of um, Bullseye. Which, I mean, I'm sure th- I, they could if they wanted to bring a character like that back in, but obviously it's not going to be a continuation. So it, 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 it kind of cheapens the thrill a little bit. So. Yeah, there's that, man. And it's just, it's, it's, I'm, the, the one good thing to come out of that is that they're keeping a lot of the original, well, at least um, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, they're, they're keeping them as their, their respective characters. So I heard there's rumors that uh, they're also trying to get the guy who did um, Bullseye as well. Mm, okay. I mean, that would be good too. But again, it, because since it's not going to be a continuation, it's like, well, okay, cool. And on top of that, it's going to be a lighter in tone. It, it's just the thing is, Netflix made me really love Daredevil because prior to that, I I wasn't really familiar with the character. Like, I mean, I knew of the character obviously from watching the uh, Spider-Man the animated series. Um, but you know, when you're watching that show as a kid, you're you're more concerned about Spider-Man. You're like, yo, I want to see Spider-Man fuck some shit up, and like, it's cool to see other characters show up, like Blade and whatnot. But you're you're there for Spider-Man, so. And Daredevil never really got a, a chance to shine on his own unless he were like, you know, really invested in the in the comic books, right? Which I wasn't. So I didn't know much about Daredevil until the actual Netflix show. And then I was like, oh, this is interesting. I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, this could be cool. Let me check it out. And it blew my mind. I was like, yo, this show is fantastic. Like, fucking phenomenal. And then season two, you're like, ah, how they're not gonna top season one. And then season two was great. And then season th- three just like killed it, and then it's over, and now we're getting like a watered down fruit circle version. Hold hold on, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> it sounded wrong in a completely different way when you said that. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll do it to you every time. Watered down fruit circles. <laughs> But yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm I'm not super excited oh, oh, about okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, 
so we have gotten many iterations of Batman and many iterations of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Granted, we've uh, we've always changed uh, actors when that's happened. This is the first time they're actually keeping the actors this time. Mm-hmm. Would you say that our experience with uh, changing of Batman's and Super uh, Spider-Man's and Superman's, but like Spider-Man's, would possibly make it that like we ha- we won't be as affected by the tonal change? No, because this. Okay, let me give you an example. Hmm. Batman eighty nine. Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. I feel like that's that's what's happening here. It's like Batman 89, dark, gritty, sets the tone, sets the standard. Batman, Batman, uh, uh, sorry, Batman um, Returns. Returns. Even more grittier than the original. And mm. then, guy, Penguin bit, bit a guy's nose off. What are you talking about? But also they, they had a whole, a whole bunch of like, circus performers being the main villains and people like doing like okay, catching fair. on fire. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Okay. But I mean it's still it's still I, I mean the the whole reason why that franchise went to shit was because of that movie, bro. <laughs> not because no, no. of the like the clown shit. Like it was Yeah, like... yeah. I, I I'm not saying all I'm saying is like uh like for me Batman eighty nine was like holy shit. Batman Returns was kind of like I mean, Batman threw a guy in a sewer with a bomb, like oh, the bomb attached no, to stuff. Okay, like a, like I'm not. Cartoon. I'm not saying that Batman Returns was a better movie. I'm just saying that in terms of like the dark undertones, like like gotcha, that, okay. like you know what I mean. Like so, they, they still they still kept it within that same wheelhouse, okay. and then they go to Batman Forever. So it's like I, I I'm not saying that this is going to potentially be the case with this. As well. It's probably not going to be nearly as bad as that. That's kind of like comparatively what I'm I'm envisioning in my head in the sense of like we've already set a tone and now that you're cre- you're creating a change, it's like you're you're going down in tone and okay so uh, uh, maybe a comparable thing for us all to relate to then would be turtles like we got the first turtles movie and, and then we got the turtles <laughs> two movie okay yeah exactly an <laughs> even know? better example. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed. I okay. I to to, to serve your point. I enjoyed um, Secret of the Ooze, but yeah. it's no. It guy. Anyone no, who tells I, I me that you. Secret of the Ooze is better than the original needs to get slapped in the face like that. <laughs> like, there's no way you're gonna sit there and tell me boldly to my face that that's a better movie. No way. No fucking way. Unless, like. Unless you're like seven right now, currently, yeah. and you're like, yeah, that that the original was too scary. I prefer Secret of the. Then you get a pass. But anyone within our age bracket and says Secret of the Ooze is a superior film to the original, you're an idiot. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yo, no, I I think that's a better uh, uh, example, and I, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you on this one. All right. All right. Well, well we, nonetheless, we are going to see what happens with Born Again. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, it turns out uh, more like a Batman uh, 1989 and Batman Returns style and less like a Turtles and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, transition. But uh, OK, so moving on, because we have talked about quite a bit of it uh, in, in this segment already. But the Captain America 4, a.k.a. Uh, Captain America uh, New World Order. Uh, was also announced at, at D23. Uh, they didn't really show a lot of like official 
uh, like aspects of it. There's no trailer or anything like that. What we do know is that uh, Isaiah Bradley, aka uh, Carl Lumby, is coming back, uh, which I was really happy for. Uh, and uh, we also are getting. Um, oh my God, I'm, I'm I'm gonna forget his name. Ah, uh, uh, Tim. Hold on, let me. Uh, sorry. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson is coming back as Samuel Stearns, aka the leader. Uh, so, uh, like, yes, yes, thank you. Yeah, him. So we're finally going to see him since The Incredible Hulk. Where, like, I would say that he, I really enjoyed his performance in in, in that movie, and like, he was just, he's he just made me laugh. Nonetheless, like, uh, we're going to get a, our fourth Captain America movie with Sam Wilson continuing on as what he did in Falcon and Winter Soldier, aka a Captain America and Winter Soldier, uh, and. I'm looking forward to it. As expected, uh, upon this announcement, once again, uh, people have decided to have a racial backlash on the fact that uh, Sam is Captain America. Ironically, feeding into the exact reason why we had the TV series to begin with. Clearly, they didn't watch it, though. Clearly, Lindy's heard about this now. They did not watch that show. (laughs) Apparently, we're politicizing everything, which Captain America is supposed to do. But whatever. Um, Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see uh, the return of, uh, well, the actually the introduction of leader, uh, or sorry, the leader, Um, and. Something just occurred to me. Uh, in She-Hulk, there apparently is like a, a boss who's trying to get She-Hulk's blood. Ooh. He actually would be a better one than Kingpin. That would make sense because the connection back to the last movie. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, Umar just, anyway. Umar just had uh, a big brain moment. Uh, apparently uh inspired by by the leader anyway so uh yeah the, uh, so we didn't get a lot of information regarding what the movie is going to be about it is going to be political uh and it is going to be um i basically stopped listening once carl lumby was going to be then i'm just like happy we're going to get isaiah bradley anyway so uh that's what we know so far which isn't a lot what do you guys think of uh the announcements and also the return of leader uh tactics like i've been i've been like going after darcy a lot how about let's start with you this time <laughs> I got a question for Darcy, actually. How long do you think it takes for the dude to get a lineup? <laughs> like, they walk in like, no. You gotta, you, you gotta book two cuts, my friend. You gotta book two cuts. Okay? Like, you know, normal 45 minutes with the beer, but nah, nah. We, yeah, yo. Hour and a half, two hours for you, bro. Like, damn. It was, oh, it, they, they, they like need to like get you in the chair, then drop the chair down like you're a kid <laughs> just so they can get around the head. <laughs> oh, that classic. Oh, man. God, that was great. Go on. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, well, to, to your point, Umar, about um, re- the representation and the change, it seems like we're getting a lot of that today. Um, not today, but like in general, this like with week, the, yeah. yeah, with the Little Mermaid, uh, thing and i'm sure we, i think we've had that we've had complaints about black representation yeah like or... it, it's it's been it, it, like especially this month we've uh sorry in the last two months it's been little mermaid mm-hmm. captain america uh house of the dragons and also lord of the rings 
Yeah, and I think at one point it was like Black Superman. Black Superman, yeah. Like back, like a, a while back or whatever. This was but... like, yeah, and also I think um, there's uh, there's the Black uh, Batman, uh, like what, like last year. Was that like Batwing, or they were trying to make Bruce Wayne black? I think because uh, we covered it, it's like they they announced that they were going to do a comic book series where like Batman was black for like uh in the, like in the modern age uh like uh, uh that. I remember, I vaguely remember in one of our previous episodes, but like, yeah, basically people are just not happy. Uh, and also, uh, the actress from Nope, uh, was saying that like she kind of was hoping she could get cast as, um, as uh, Rogue in oh, X Men. Like, yeah, I saw yeah, that. and like, yeah. and people flipped the fuck out on that one too. I'm like, <laughs> guys, she was just saying she would like the job. Like, let her apply for like from jobs. Like, I mean, uh, that'd be I, interesting I, if like, uh, what's his name, um. Uh, Gambit? Denzel and um, and John Carlo Esposito, they they became um, I was gonna say Magneto and uh, Professor yeah. X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, there'd be a lot of black. There'd be a Good. lot of black. So anyway, like uh, aside from uh, the racial backlash, um... um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I didn't think we necessarily needed a Captain America four. Um, I enjoy Sam as as Captain America. I do. I, I do admit I I miss Chris Evans as Captain America though as well. Yeah. Um, but this is an interesting take, and I'm open to seeing where they take where they take this. Um, I know it's gonna be it's going to be tough. He's gonna get a lot of backlash, but I feel like they've covered that very well. I mean. Granted, they 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 could have extended it a little bit more, but you know, due to COVID restrictions and stuff like that, they 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 were kind of hindered on that front. But I felt like they addressed that transition yeah. fairly well, and so going forward, I I, I think this can be um, re- a really impactful movie, um, kind of in the same vein as um, what Black Panther was for the black community. This could be kind of a a very similar thing as well especially considering that it has a lot more hurdles to get over but considering that like he's filling the shoes of a white american right so i think that's going to be um an interesting hurdle for sam to kind of get over if that is one of the things that they start to they, they continue to explore going forward in captain america 4 but um I, I enjoy the fact that they're bringing back the leader because I, I, I felt like I was like, like, I, I'm not fam- super familiar with him, but I, I know enough. Um, well, not to say that I know enough, but I know of him. I'm from I'm familiar to a certain extent. And when they set him up and then they didn't do anything with it, I guess at that point they were still trying to figure out what like the MCU and, and, and whatnot and Edward Norton and that whole thing. Um, also the deal with Paramount and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to see that they're, uh, they're utilizing him and, and kind of continuing with that storyline. So I, I'd be intrigued to see where this goes. Um, kind of, an, I don't know. I mean, I'm not familiar with the comic book, so I, it seems kind of like an odd choice to throw him in the Captain America movie. Yeah. Um, because I always thought he was like a, he was a Hulk villain, but yeah. I mean, you know, MCU. I, I'm sure they know what they're doing. I mean, they've they've had a pretty good success rate so far. So, yeah. Um, overall, yeah, I'm 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 about it. I'm I'm curious to see where this goes. So, yeah, count me in. Darcy. 
All right, strap in. We got we got a few things to go over here. So number one, Umar, as you stated, uh, let her apply for the job. Welcome to how systemic racism works. Uh, I know. know. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) They don't let you apply for the job. So, um, uh, so one, I actually feel uh, at the gate. Am I excited for this film? Not yet. I have no no information. Right, like it's just not enough here. However, um, I think it's actually really important that they do this film um, for agree. a couple of reasons. Um, one, um, racist people don't watch the, the show clearly, so they need to be introduced to this character. Um, but two, many other people don't haven't watched the show, and you can't have him go from. He was in the show, no explanation, and then boom, he's just Captain America. You need some kind of film that 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 cements him and yeah. grows him bigger and makes you feel like he's Captain America. Because we ended with it feeling like he's becoming Captain America, but we don't feel like he is Captain America yet. And so mm. we need something to cement us. And what does this version of Captain America mean? Otherwise, if he just shows up and starts fighting, we're not going to look at him any different than the sidekick he was in every other film. Yeah. He won't look like a leader to us unless we see it. And so mm. that has to happen. Um, and there's one thing I'm hoping for with this movie that I had a thought while we were, ta- while we were going about this. Um, I really just don't want them to want to maximize him into this film, right? Like in terms of like not so like you had like multiverse of madness, and it was like, hey, if you didn't watch that show, <laughs> good luck, right? And um, by the way, if you haven't seen it, there's a guy on YouTube, the drunken something, uh, I forget what his name, but he did a rewrite for for uh multiverse of madness. That was like he and he, he his limitations was he couldn't just completely rewrite the story. He had to use everything that was in the film. Yeah. Um, and he did a re-edit in terms of story. And it was like, this is a good film. What? <laughs> like, this is what you should have done. But considering how much time there is between the show and the movie, I feel like they can actually do a better job of like you know connecting things and being like hey you didn't see the the show but we here's a couple of things here here just to like let you know to catch you up you know to let you know the tone of this show otherwise like who is isaiah bradley you know like who are these people what like there's no weight to it if you don't connect it and you know it's like yes a lot of these people will have watched it but doesn't matter you can't tell a story like that you can't tell a story based off the consideration that somebody you like it's like imagine you, you go watch lord of the rings and you're like well you know you didn't read the book so we just we just not gonna tell you who the characters are. <laughs> you know like you're like you didn't read the books it's your fault you don't know who this person is we're never gonna say their names they're just gonna talk to each other and no one's ever gonna say anything that's like at rel- like super relevant you're just gonna be swords and, and magic that's it that's all that's ever gonna happen like just be dumb like you have to catch your people up who are watching them because it can't just be the people who know the source material so um yeah um i I mean not excited yet but uh, i feel very um like it's very important that you know that they do this movie otherwise he'll just be the dude that ant-man once smacked up real quick yeah Yeah. (laughs) so yeah that's it for me 
Okay. All right. So uh, that's us. For, that's it for us covering the D23 uh, releases. Um, and moving on to a, a brand new segment that I'm going to actually have. No, actually, I, I can introduce it. Uh, I was I was gonna have you guys introduce, but I realized that I, I I actually asked for this. So there was a conversation uh, between uh, Tactics and myself, and then Darcy and myself, and then like all three of us together. But let's just say that I am known for uh, pushing a lot of geeky things onto Tactics, and also throwing a bit of a uh, I think the word is temper tantrum uh, when he hasn't watch the stuff that, I, that I've been having to and that may have actually been w- witnessed to, uh, today when he said that you know he'll eventually get around to full metal alchemist but nonetheless <laughs> uh there, there there was a discussion that that like tactics was very clearly said it's like you know Umar like wh- how many black films have you watched and I was kind of like <laughs> 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 Yo, you didn't do the homework for this exam your life. <laughs> so you know i started listing off like literally i think it was i don't think i actually was able to name any black films i was i, I was able to like talk about like um fresh prince of bel-air and my wife and kids and like you know um a family matters and he was like not films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even white people have seen those shows, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody knows Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, man. Literally everybody. So, the, uh, so I actually went back and I was like, you know what? That's fair. And Darcy and I had a similar conversation, uh, but like you know, less of <laughs> less of uh, him like catching me out and calling me out, and more about like you know you should you should give them a try. And I was like, you know, actually, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't mind to. And so uh, I w- I like I just kind of was like, I do actually want to try something new, especially with the fact that like both of you guys, like aside from having the Pakistani food and also watching Ms. Mar- uh, Ms. Marvel and oh, it it was when we were discussing Never Have I Ever. Because uh, like I, I got tactics into Never ha- Have I Ever, and I didn't expect that it would be successful. And then like we were kind of like going through that, and so as a result, I now want like, as both of my bros have very actively and uh, even on on this show been introduced to my culture. I am just as happy as to kind of like be uh, ingratiated in your culture. So uh, this week. I watched three movies uh, of a long list that was uh, sent to me by both of them. Uh, at a certain point, I was like, I may not have time to watch all these films, but thankfully, like, uh, I-, I was able to uh, hunker down and-, and-, and watch them. So we're going to start a new segment. We haven't quite got the name down right, uh, but... Um... <laughs> I have not seen this picture nor approved it. <laughs> yes, uh, I, oh. I guess. I... <laughs> oh, please, everybody! We need a like on the video for oh. this moment right here. If you haven't done that God. or subscribed, please do. We need more oh. of this content right here. Jesus. <laughs> Okay, so I guess we've been sold. It's a it's a Black Adam segment. Black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all. Yeah. 
I told you I couldn't wait, bro. I couldn't wait for this. I've been waiting for my this for my whole life, bro. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So um all right. So uh the the first of the three movies that I watched uh th- this uh this week. Uh T put all three of us on because I actually want to see your reactions as, as I uh reveal and also review uh this. I watched the movies Dope, Friday, and Life. Just occurred to me right now that all of them are singular word uh films. But um nonetheless. Uh, I, I watched them all uh, this week. Black, uh, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I will never say that. <laughs> this is going to happen a lot. <laughs> it's okay. You're invited to the cookout, Umar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So good. Anyway, so... Um, Starting with dope, that I think technically that was your suggestion, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I watched this uh, having uh, not even heard of this film, uh, and it was in uh, it came out in 2015. Uh, I actually recognized maybe three people from this uh, from this film. Uh, it, it was uh, my boy on the on the right here, uh, and uh, also Zoe Kravitz, and uh, I think there was like like they're they're like stoner friend hacking friend uh but you know so, yeah. you, you know the the main character he voices a marvel superhero miles yeah. morales shot up that's yeah. him yeah he's the voice of miles morales in uh spider-verse Yeah. He looks so different from his Wikipedia photo. Yeah. That's him. Yo, he's like I like okay, well like this just leads into what I was gonna say. I really like this movie. Um and all of them like literally there wasn't a bad actor anywhere near this film. Uh the direction was fantastic. Uh the story was really well done. Um I mean, I, I also found it hilarious that Forrest Whitaker was the narrator. Um, <laughs> and I, so the thing about this movie is I was actually incredibly anxious the entire film because I actually really identified with this character, uh, with the main character. Uh, and it was it, it was anxiety reading because like whenever he got himself in a situation that he like he, he didn't know what to do and he was kind of like stuttering and stuff like that I, I really really felt that but the thing is his situations were significantly more uh, uh, dangerous than the situations I've ever been in so like the reason why I was so like anxious through the whole thing is like, I, like I was, my mind went blank whenever I was like, trying to think of like something for him to do uh, mm-hmm. or what to say to get out of it. I had nothing. And I'm like, fuck. So like both, this was a, it, I, I found it to be a funny movie, but mm-hmm. I also found it to be a very um, dramatic movie. Like I actually teared up a uh, spoiler warning. For, actually, wait, no, Darcy, you haven't seen this movie. Have you? No, th- this one I've been meaning to get around to, but uh, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Uh, then, 
crap, never mind. Okay, uh, I won't spoil it, but like, there is a moment near the end of the film where he does something very uncharacteristic to what he's been like in the rest of the film, and it actually made me brought to tears. Dope. Uh, and, uh, oh, uh, yeah, uh, his bully uh, is the guy from Atlanta uh, and also from Knives Out. I, I mm. always forget his name. Anyway, like uh, he he's another fantastic uh, actor as well, and um, yeah, so like I will say that I personally love this film, and I think out of the three of them, this is my favorite film. Um, so tactics, you've seen this. Um, can I get your opinion? Like, what what did you think of this film when you watched it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't ex- like I when I saw the trailer, I wasn't really. It wasn't like a movie that I was like rushing out or like anxious to go watch, but. Um, I uh, <clears throat> I think I watched it maybe a couple months after it it came out on streaming, and at that point I had pre exhaust all all of my other uh, movie options. So I was like, all right, well this this seems semi good, so let's check this out. And watched it, and I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, wow, this is this is a solid film, and I feel like it's underrated. Like not not yes. many people were were really talking about it, and. This guy, I feel like he still hasn't gotten his flowers, and he's 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 a great actor. I, I I'm yes. surprised I haven't seen him in more. I mean, I think he was in uh, Darcy. You would know. Was he was he in the what's that hip hop show that came? Uh, the Beatdown or the? Uh, you thinking of Rhythm and Flow? No, 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 no. Um, the one with uh, Jaden Smith in it, and it was like. Uh, oh yeah, the, the breakdown. The breakdown. Yeah, was he was he in this or am I thinking of? Uh, someone else i i can't remember but um yeah i mean uh <clears throat> regardless i i <clears throat> i really enjoyed the film i don't want to ruin it for uh for darcy but um yeah it's 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 solid it's funny uh i i know exactly what you mean um umar about the anxious moments like even for me like when i was watching this i was like my heart was racing because i was like oh man at any point in time he's gonna He's gonna get caught, or he's gonna get yeah. serious shit. And yeah, it, it, the ending was really, really solid with an, a really good, powerful message, which I enjoyed. Um, it, it's definitely worth checking out again. So I, yeah. I, I definitely have to revisit it again because I saw it maybe like five, six years ago. So, um, so like right when it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I, I think everyone did a phenomenal job. Absolutely. Acting was on point. Yeah. Like basically everyone involved in this film, both acting wise and also story wise, and also like directing wise, and like uh, like it just top notch film. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, so like uh, that's dope. <clears throat> um, this is the second. Uh, then I followed that by watching uh, Friday. Black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Every <laughs> movie. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> So um, I had always known of Friday. Uh, I, 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 I've used the gifts like crazy. Uh, I, 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 I heard about this film, but I never watched it. And like, uh, I don't know why. I just, I, I just never was in the situation where it was something that someone wanted us to watch. So I, you know, I, I saw it. It was on, um, on Netflix. And holy crap! There are two things about this movie that I will say. One. It was so 90s. Like, oh my god, it was <laughs> yeah. so 90s. I was just watching some like. 
brings you back. It brings you back. It, exactly. Uh, but also the other thing was I literally knew every single actor in this film <laughs> for, for like one other thing or another. Like, you know, Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, obviously, but also Nia Long and uh-huh. Bernie Mac and like um uh oh my god, the Debo uh, mm-hmm. uh, who unfortunately passed away. Debo. Well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Regina King was in this. And also, like, uh, the father, who was also in, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, mm-hmm. who actually, like, he started out as being, like, his stereotypical, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like, pers- persona. But then, like, he actually had some legitimate weight to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, oh, my God, I'm, like, blanking on a whole bunch of other people. Um, anyway, so, like, I would say that, okay, I enjoyed all three films all across the board. I will say this is my least enjoyed film, but only because I think I'm well past the age that this was supposed to, like, I I watched this when I was 38 versus, versus, like, any time before. Like, if I had watched this back in, like, even the 90s, like, the late, like, when I was in high school, uh, or like I was, uh, uh, or in the university, I probably would have res- like resonated with this a little bit more. But like, this was past my prime. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I definitely uh, missed the mark on this one. But it was still enjoyable, and I liked, I liked the fact that it was. They showed a rough neighborhood, but they didn't show that it was a like a quote unquote bad neighborhood. Uh, and I think um, what I found interesting is. This showed that because uh, around this time, uh, and like the '90s especially, black people were always depicted as thugs or like you know gangsters or, or stuff like that. And this was like, that's not who they are. That's like literally one person in the entire street, and and also like uh, obviously the, the dope dealer. But like, they like it's it's actually like a, a very positive image for the time. Uh, I think in modern times, it, it, it could do with some uh, updating, but like nothing significant either. Like it's not like it needs a rehaul for it to be made. Like don't remake this. Like it, it still is okay. Um, but like, yeah, like I, I did, I did enjoy it. I didn't laugh as much as I thought I would. Uh, but to be fair, like, um, I, I kind of grown past uh, some of those, though. I will say, every, like, I laughed at things that I didn't expect to because every time I saw a GIF I've used from the movie, I either started laughing, but like, oh, so that's where it's from, or I would be like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's from this movie, and I was like, that's amazing. That uh, that's got to be a trip, man, to see like your GIFs without context, like actually show up in a movie, and you're like, oh, I get it yeah. now. Like uh, for example, like when the when the dude gets his necklace stolen from Debo, and then uh, he like runs back to his car crying. <laughs> I've, I've used that gift so many times, but I I never assumed that it was like a man crying or running away. I thought oh, I just man. thought he was like making a run for his car. That's <laughs> hilarious. Or, or or the two of them in the, in their seat just. Damn. Damn. <laughs> okay, again, I always took that as they were like they were like like looking at a woman walking by. <laughs> well, that's how the gif is used now. Yes, a exactly. lot of the times, yeah. but yeah. So uh, also, it, I mean, Chris Ducker is like a mile a minute, like uh, in his prime. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it was good kind of uh, see that come through. 
Ice Cube is Ice Cube. I don't think he's changed his persona once <laughs> no. in the last like, yeah, 30 no. years. Yeah, the reason why he writes films is so that he can make his own character. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I would say, the the most out of uh, perspective for Ice Cube was when he was in Twenty Two Jump Street, or Twenty One. Sorry, Twenty One Jump Street. But even that's... then, he was still himself. Oh, yeah. that's. I, I still can't get over that. There's such an amazing scene in that film. Just the whole like when they realize he's sleeping with the captain's daughter, and the, <laughs> and the whole like latent like response, and then him running the whole like like like. Oh and, shit! Yeah, oh and, shit! And he has to go tell everyone. He's like, he's sleeping with the captain's daughter, and, and it's like a fishbowl, and they're all looking up like, is he coming through the glass? Like, is he gonna throw him through the glass? Oh man, <laughs> my my favorite is when like he just says to uh, Jonah Hill, it's like every time he says shit like that, it's another foot in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like yeah, so like, I I enjoyed myself. There was like I wasn't bored during this film or anything like that. Nor do I consider it to be a bad film. I just I missed the time that it was uh it, when when it was out, and so therefore it, for me it was the weakest film, mm. uh, just personally. So, um, how about you guys? Like, what what are your memories or thoughts on on Friday uh, from what, when it was released or when you watch it now? Darcy? I don't know who I don't know who's going first. Okay, sorry, sorry. All right, yeah, I watched this one when I was actually like twenty something. Um, so I watched it a little a little bit later, uh, just because like where I grew up and stuff like that. But I mean, I I just enjoyed it. Like, it's just it's just a good time. It's just a good time. That's like what it is. It's just like it's just it's a lot of fun. And I also appreciate the point that you, what you said relating to um, people live in bad neighborhoods, but it doesn't mean that every moment is like you know rolling past a gangster every two minutes and it doesn't mean that gangsters and like and drug dealers don't do normal stuff (laughs) you know like it's not like they are always i mean some people are 24 7 working you know whatever their their thing is but like you know there's there is life that happens there like otherwise you know like there are people who are from these areas and love these areas even though things are messed up right because there are still a lot of um interesting um there's a lot of experience that's that's happening a lot of like uh community that's still happening right (laughs) um i I don't know why but i'm thinking about um when uh taxi you remember this but um childish gambino came out with that summer um animated music video where he's like singing and when i saw that I, i just thought it's friday like mm. like like the way it was it was drawn <laughs> it, it reminded me of like an updated animated version of like friday but like depicting like what friday would be like if it was all like rappers and singers from today's age like that's what yeah. it kind of the vibe it gave me yeah. um so but yeah this is just a, this is just a good film i haven't watched it like <clears throat> a ton in my life but uh you know i i just I, I just always when I think about this, I always think about the dam and I always think back to Ice Cube to try and get late. <laughs> just like the, the funny of like of oh, him just trying to get laid. I gotta say, like uh <laughs> my, I never thought I would find this funny because I, I thought it was very um obviously very sexist. But when Chris Tucker is trying to hook up with the girl on the phone, and she's like, "I'm Janet Jackson," yeah. <laughs> and she shows up, and I'm like, "Of course they're gonna go like that." Like, I'm like, I knew that's what was gonna happen. But when she took off her hat and she didn't have any hair, I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> I was like, 
Uh, oh, and he just flipped oh. out. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm with him on this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you can only be you can only be so far feminist until you realize you just got catfished by a freaking mollusk. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, T? Yeah, Friday play is is close to home for me because uh, like I grew up in neighborhoods like this, and so a lot of the times it it that was the vibe. I mean, obviously, like they they take it to an eccentric level in the in the movie, but um, a lot of the times, like Friday, like it was just like people out outside and just like chilling on the porch or whatever, like trying to look for something to do, you know. And um, that 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 was that was the thing. So. You know, to see that depicted and like a lot of different elements, like if you're if you're black, if you're in a black community or even a black home, you know, there's certain elements that you you really resonate with. Like when the dad, um, when Craig is uh, making a bowl of trying to make a bowl of cereal, but then there's no no more milk, so he's about to throw the cereal out, and the the dad's like, "Yo, you better put some water on that shit." Like, like, <laughs> My mom used to say that shit to me. So it was like, it just makes that scene even more hilarious, right? Like we used to, we used to do that, like water and cereal, bro. No joke. So like the fact that like things like that are like, it, it, it connects people that resonate with, with that similar to like you and, um, you know, Ms. when you're Marvel. watching Miss Marvel or never have I ever, and there's like elements that they highlight that like may not may go over, me and Darcy's head, my my head more so because Darcy, I, I guess, um, with Shang's family, like it's almost kind of similar in terms of some of the cultural uh, practices and stuff. But um, you know, just being able to resonate with certain things like that, I think it 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 adds uh, an extra layer of enjoyment for you because you feel like you know they're speaking directly to you in that regard. So. Um, yeah, I've I've always been a big fan of this movie. I actually saw Next Friday first before watching this, because um, like when this came out, I was a little, I was a little too young, and so like at that time, you know, movies were harder to like yeah to get to or to come by, right? <laughs> so you know what I mean. So, but I, I watched Next Friday, and then I didn't I didn't know that there was a Friday, and then um, Chris Tucker started like blowing up, and I was like like. Like I want it, like this guy's really funny. I want to see what else he's been in. And I'm like, he's like, oh, he was in Friday. There's a there's a Friday, so I went back and watched it and fell in love with the series as a whole. Um, but I I get why you would think or why you say that um, some of the jokes didn't really resonate with you or you you didn't enjoy this as much as you did the other films because um, I kind of equate that to me watching uh, the first Top Gun. Right. Like I like, you know, Top Gun is one of those movies, apparently, that has it's like stood the test of time. Like everyone loves that movie. Right. And like I watched it recently for the first time, maybe like I think four or five months ago in preparation for the for the new Top Gun. And I didn't understand what the hype was about. I was like, all right, this movie is like, you know, but again, I'm watching it from like as a 35 year old, you know what I mean? Like back like you look on look on the vast amount of awesome movies that we've seen between when after it first game. yeah you know what i mean so it's like after endgame it's like yo you gotta step your shit up right although the the, the sequel is is pretty dope I'm, I'm uh, i'll give it that it. too yeah but uh yeah it, it just it didn't hit quite as hard um as i'm sure someone watching it for the first time upon its release would have hit for them right so yeah. i i get that but um 
yeah, still a solid movie. It's just unfortunate that you you saw it late. But I'm, yeah, but I'm glad you still kind of enjoyed it. You got to like, like, so. th- this is something impressive that like something that came out in '95. I still actually still enjoy. Like it yeah. wasn't like I was sitting there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. some movies don't hold up well. They don't age. No, well. yeah, they do not. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, so like, uh, it's still it's still a good film. And yeah. uh, okay, so like on that note, on our fi- uh, the final movie that, uh, that I saw this uh, week. Uh, was uh, life. Black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all. I forget every single time, and you, <laughs> you just, every single time. I knew you forgot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Uh, black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all. <laughs> Just so you don't forget again. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so um, I had heard of this movie. I'd seen the trailer, but I never got around to watching it. And uh, yeah, so th- this was uh, on Netflix. Also, uh, basically, I watched all three of them on Netflix. So, like, uh, for those of you uh, living in Canada, uh, hopefully in other parts of the world who are watching this, go on to Netflix, watch Dope, watch Friday, watch Life. I would say Dope by far critically and also personally i love the most uh this was my second favorite with uh with friday being the last but friday is the most iconic slash um um yeah iconic is the right one a classic cult classic uh with life i would say that uh it it was good i uh, it was different than what i thought it would be i thought it would be like a straight like comedy through and through like them being like slapstick humor that sort of stuff i mean like yeah they, they um there was humor but actually this uh especially now after the whole black lives matter uh, movement and also like all the systemic like darcy like, like you were even bringing up earlier the whole systemic racism and like all the knowledge that is now being circulated online and also the articles that are being brought forth and like if you're actually reading it like as much as you can like i do this film hits harder than i'm assuming it probably did in the 90s when it came out because mm-hmm. like uh you know people will probably be like oh you know back in the old days but we don't do that now and it's like this could actually <laughs> literally be today uh like and you could say oh like you know it probably wouldn't be as bad i'm like if you went to mississippi i'm like which which is where the the film is based i'm pretty sure it'd still be the same like mm-hmm. you you could do an updated version and not really update anything so um which is terrifying so i would say that uh i will the one thing i will say is this was possibly the quote-unquote nicest prison i've seen in films uh because like they actually got like everyone got like along like there was no uh like there it almost seemed like it was like a family like you you just like got like bros for days uh but like you're all trapped together while doing manual labor but like it's still like bros for days i i almost every prison film i equate i like uh compare it to shawshank redemption Hmm. and like the prison experience that you saw there and like here it's kind of like you know also it was comedy so like you have to factor that in also but um this also had a surprisingly big cast. Uh, for me personally, I was uh, like, I like Eddie Murphy. I like Martin Lawrence. I found myself really hating Martin Lawrence's character. Hmm. Uh, like, I was just like, dude, just be nice to Eddie Murphy for crying out loud. He's like <laughs> your only friend. And also, stop blaming him for everything. 
Um, so yeah, like th that was just me personally. Uh, I was happy to see um, uh, Bernie Mac. Uh, I was happy to. I was surprised to see Anthony Edwards. Uh, sorry, Anthony Anderson, not Anthony Edwards. Uh, I I was very happy to see uh, um, Barry Henley. Uh, I've always been a big fan of him, uh, and it kind of kept going in the like. I always expected them to kind of like just be more and more slapstick, but they actually had serious things happen. And it was like, aside from the ending, it was a predominantly realistic film, which kind of made it sad for me. Like I, I, I was, uh, I, I watched this last night and actually stayed up thinking about it, kind of like putting myself in that place. Uh, and how, um, like, like the racism, racism I've experienced pales in comparison to like what they were living through, and today is still like being considered living through in America and also in other parts of the world. So, like, oddly enough, I was actually very affected by this film a lot more than I thought it would be, given the fact that I thought it was just a, a plain uh, comedy. Um, now, granted, obviously, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence did their jobs that made me laugh at a few times, but I didn't laugh as much as I thought I would do. And I was very much focused on like how the film was and, and also how, how it went. Um, I didn't check this, but I just want to ask, was that Rick James in that film? Rick James? Uh, I don't. Was think... he the mob boss? I don't think so. Okay, that may be. Uh, oh God, I'm sorry. That may be the fact that I may be uh, being racist right now and comparing him to like. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm just going to move on now. Uh, so uh, nonetheless, like I, uh, I really uh, I enjoy this film a lot, but differently than I thought I would. Umar, uh, Umar, yeah. I'm gonna I'm jump in here. I'm I'm gonna save you this time. Spanky was Rick James. Yeah, yeah, he was. You didn't confuse your black people. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I suddenly started sweating because I felt like I embarrassed myself and also was racist at the same time. So I was like, "I won't just like try to change the topic. How do, how do I change the topic? Because like this is the entire topic." <laughs> it's all right. We, 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 we're allowed to play that that intro reel for you one more time. <laughs> <laughs> black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all. Feels better now, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah. What uh, what did you guys think of this film when you watched it? Uh, Darcy, let's start with you. Sorry. Yeah, you got directed somebody. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's actually been a long time since I've seen this one, but you you make me want to go back and rewatch it. Um, and I I I remember the elements of it being like you know um yeah both the comedy but the 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 camaraderie the brotherhood um and you know it, like you you think it's gonna be a movie where they're gonna get out quick and they're not you know and and that's um it has weight to it and yeah i mean you're also making me miss bernie mac like i mean every time yeah. I, I think of bernie jang mac, lang, jang lang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know my favorite bernie mac um movie and it's like it's a lower rated movie but it's my favorite movie is guess who I just love him in Guess Who. Oh, is that the one with him and uh, Ashton Kusher? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, that film is elevated so high because of him. 
if if he wasn't in it, if you just threw somebody else in, I don't think it like even if you threw Eddie Murphy in, I don't think it would have been the same. There's a tone that Bernie brings that is like as a father in that context, like of like Ashton winning him over. It feels like a really hard task to do. And and I just I love that film. I love everything about Bernie Mac in that film. And then when he passed, I was like so 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 disheartened by that. Yeah. Oh, but Zoe Zaldana too, huh? Yeah. yeah. Like Zoe Zaldana. She was she she was she was dope, right? Yeah. Ashton Kutcher. He did his thing in it. The mother was dope. Uh, Zoe's sister killed me, slayed me. She like comes out in like the first scene, like she like brings her side. She's like, she's like, she's like, she's crying to her sister. She's like, oh. she's crying. She's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? She's like, she's like, I just, I'm just so happy because for the rest of my life, it doesn't matter if I just if I crash dad's car, if I burn down the house, I will not be the sister that brought a white man home. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh. And then she's like, you got to tell me, how big is it? <laughs> the sister kills it in that movie. But everybody was like 50% what Bernie Mac was bringing to it. Like, it's just, yeah. he he's a force. Um, but yeah, like, uh, going back to life, yeah, a, a solid film. I feel like I really want to rewatch this with adult eyes because when I watched it, you know, there are things as a as a younger person you want the film to do this, and it doesn't do that. And you're like, man, like, can can you just get the happy ending for me? Can you just get this happy yeah. moment? Hurry up, just get to that. And now as an old uh, as a older person, um, <laughs> you know, I want to see it and and uh, again and, and and you know uh relive certain aspects of that so um yeah you know these are also ones from from tactics list so i'm waiting for a day when you get back to my list motherfucker mm -hmm. <laughs> how, how about how about you uh t uh yeah it's been a, a while since i've seen this movie as well and i remember when i watched it for the first time it hit hard like it it wasn't what i anticipated it to be um and I mean that in the best possible way. Like, obviously, when you have Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, two heavy hitters in the game when it comes to comedy, com comedic legends, right, coming together for the first time and doing a movie like this, you're expecting it to be funny. And yeah, uh, there definitely was a lot of elements of humor in this, but there's a lot of serious tones um, given the subject matter in this movie. And man, like, it... I remember it kind of scared me in a in a way because it was like it did. me too yeah yeah it's like you know I wasn't really well versed because I, I I was still young too right so like like you know I was obviously familiar with racism because I had experienced it um to certain to a certain extent um growing up but um then to kind of see it taken a step further in in cinema where it's like black men are being framed for for something that they had they didn't do and get get life for it and then being in prison in, in, in incarcerated for it and then you know spending the, the rest of their lives rotting in jail kind of thing like that that scared me because it was just kind of like yo just by default because of this color of my skin that could potentially yeah. like that was a concern for me kind of thing growing up and i remember that and then you know obviously with the ending um and how that kind of all played out where 
you know, spoiler alert. I mean, we've all seen it. So, um, but they get justice. But by that point, you know, they're, they're seniors and, you know, they, they get released from prison only to go into an old folks home. So it's like they go from one prison to another and then, you know, it, the end ultimately the way it ends is kind of heartfelt but it, it's kind of like a bittersweet ending because it's yeah. like these their guys, entire lives are gone they're yeah their entire lives are gone bro for something that they didn't do and then you know the 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 the, the aspect that they chose to kind of focus on too in, in terms of the um the relationship between eddie murphy and martin lawrence's character and how it kind of deteriorated and then reformed and they created a stronger bond because they ba- they basically both suffered together um, for the rest for the for their entire lives and all they have at the end of their like last bit of their lives is each other which yeah. was was a very heartfelt sentimental moment um, but yeah I, I just remember it being like a hard watch and it was part of the reason why I never really revisit revisited it again just because it it's still kind of like a heavy reminder that racism still exists. And like, these things happen all the time. And like, you know, I know you said, um, Umar, um, that, you know, it might, if this was released now, it might have hit harder than it did back then. I think it did hit hard. It's just now we have more access to access in the sense of like social media. So now people are paying closer attention to everything that's going on. I remember with the whole Black Lives Matter movement when that I mean that had been around before COVID, but when co- when when COVID happened and we were forced to be stuck inside and you know all we had was the news. Like people were watching the news left, right and center. So you had no choice but to watch what was what was happening in the news and like police brutality and everything. So you it got to the point where you couldn't ignore what was happening anymore and people sometimes treat it as if it's like this brand new spanking thing that's new like you know that oh like i can't believe this is happening now and it's like no this has been happening for for years you guys are just paying centuries. attention to it for centuries and you're just paying attention to it now yeah. so it's like movies like this i mean like when i see those movies when i've seen this movie back in the day like that like that shit scared me and it's like now with the whole like what we went through with the black lives matter it's like i'm almost I don't want to go as far as saying desensitized to it, but it's like, I like, it's almost like, and I'm sure like Darcy and even you, Umar, to, to, a certain, to an extent, because I mean, you deal with racism in your own way, right? Like, you know, it's like, we're just waiting for everyone else to catch up. Like we've been, yeah. we've been here for, for, from, from, from day one, like we know what's already going on. So when you guys are just getting into the game and be like, Oh man, I can't believe these, these police are doing all this shit. And it's like, where have you been? Like, yeah. you know, this shit has been happening for, for years, centuries, you know, and like, so, well, yeah, I mean, about, sorry, go on. No, no, I was just gonna say, like, overall, I, I just really enjoyed the film. Um, but again, like I said, it's a, it's a, it, it was a hard watch for me to watch, and back then, and I was young, so it's like, um, I kind of do, like, I like similar to Darcy, I do kind of want to revisit it with a, a pair of fresh ad, adult eyes now and see if like my perspective has changed a little bit or if there's anything new that I can kind of pick up on it, given this, the circumstances that we've faced with COVID and, and everything that happened within that time. But yeah, sorry, uh, Umar, you were going to say something. What I want to say was like, um, what I found about this film was that, how do I put this? 
Oh, sorry, I kind of forgot my point now. Um, oh, damn. I had it like uh, for most of uh, your conversation. Uh, you, you were talking about the Black Lives Matter and oh my god uh dealing with racism it hitting hard uh back then uh we have access to access right right yeah so like uh so this film was kind of like um we've talked about in the past how reviewers when it comes to like uh like very clearly progressive films they don't always react well like for example eternals is considered like you know on uh, like Rotten Tomatoes, let's just use Rotten Tomatoes as, as, as like uh, the overall rating system. Mm-hmm. On Rotten Tomatoes, it is the lowest rated Marvel film. Now, we all have watched a lot, all the Marvel films, and I, I will say personally that I don't believe it deserves to be on the lowest uh, uh, end. However, it was the, it also had a great deal of progressive aspects to the film, which I believe a lot of the critics didn't respond well to. Whether there was unconscious racism or overt racism involved, I think because like I, I went and checked the rating on this uh, film, and this was in the fifties. Uh, the other two, like Friday and Dope, like well, Dope was like in the nineties, but like uh, like Friday was in like the seventies, and this <clears throat> was in the fifties, and I was kind of like, that's a, that's, I wouldn't have given it that. And it makes me wonder if there was, like, at the time, which, I mean, not that that's changed much now, but, like, at the time, I feel that this movie probably didn't go over well because it was not being very apologetic or very uh, restrained with its message. Yeah, I agree. I think I think part of the... I, I, I see it two, two different ways. I think, one, I think the expectation for this film... Mm-hmm wasn't met in terms of like like i said you have two heavy hitting comedians coming together and this should be this should have been like an hysterical film and light-hearted right and then you go into this movie and yeah there's there's humor in there but there's also real shit that's going on right and yeah. you know again the ending is bittersweet you know it, yeah. it's it's not necessarily a it's not a depressing ending but it's also not really an ending that leaves you feeling like, oh man, like they they got their come up uppance in the in the end, right? It's it's kind of like no, like they these guys, their their lives are gone. Like they have maybe what five ten years left of their life, yeah. you know, and so it kind of leaves a, a sour taste in your mouth. And it's like a lot of the times, I think people, I think at that time, it was hard for people to kind of face the music when it comes to certain movies like this, especially if you're going in with a specific expectation of like, I'm going in, like I had a shitty day. I just want to go in and have a nice good comedy. You know what I mean? And you're like, Oh, these guys get life. Oh, it's going to be hilarious. They're going to be, there's going to be all these wild antics in in jail. And then they're going to get out in like a day and they'll be good or half the movie and they're good. And that's not at all what we got. So I think there's that element of it and then also the not meeting the expectations. And then on top of that, now with given where we're at in society in terms of now certain like topics like this can't be ignored and we're seeing it become more prevalent now. Um, and you know, a lot more uh, like 
more companies are taking ownership and taking responsibility in in pushing a specific narrative um, and giving and showing more representation, like you're seeing with Disney now and like Miss Marvel, for example, and um, now with um, uh, with the Little Mermaid and all of these things now too, right? And you are seeing more like the racist comments and everything like that. I, I don't think that's ever going to really go away, especially when people are so like. Attached, yeah, they're dead set on attached to a a specific um a specific type of thing that they're used to from back in the day, and they're not willing to let go of that and and be open minded to to new ideas and and giving other cultures and 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 races the opportunity to to shine and 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 demonstrate their their culture and their abilities and whatnot. So, um. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't think that. I mean, I like, I agree with you in the sense that, like, if life was released now in this day and age, I think it would have been better received. But again, it's just, a, it's, it's a reminder, you know, going back and watching this film that, like, this shit has been going on for, for a very long Ever. time. Yeah, it's yeah. been going on forever. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Darcy, do you want to say anything before we wrap up? Way to end on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do have something to say, but not really about the film. Uh, Umar, what is on your list next to watch? Whether we're talking about this next week or whatever we're talking about next, what do you? Um, what, what what else are you you picking? Uh, hold on, let me uh, let me pull it up. So uh, the ones that I was able to find on Netflix are. Um, uh, the next two I'm going to watch are, uh, where the hell is my list? There it is. Um, Set It Off and Boys in the Hood. Ooh. Gotcha. Oh, you haven't seen Boys in the Hood? No, I haven't. No. Ooh, damn, you're in, yo, you're in for a movie, bro. You think life is heavy? Oh, I know, I know. So, Actually, yeah. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving that last because I I don't want to be depressed. So, so, so. So take take Friday and remove all of the humor from it and then amplify the gangster shit and you got boys in the hood. That's what I thought. It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be intense. Yeah. And set it off. Those are yeah, those are two of my re- recommendations there. I haven't seen set it off since in forever, but oh my good. Either way, man, like like you going in for two heavy hitters. You going yeah. in for two heavy hitters. However, set, set it off has some fun to it, but it's a heavy hitter. Darcy, look at the, the reason why I didn't go with any of your choices because they're so heavy hitters, and I wanted to go with the funnier ones. Yeah, but Yo. you need you need to you need to cleanse your palate, bro. That's that's two heavy movies. Yeah. I feel like I put some other fun ones in that, that list too, though. Um, oh, no, I put some in there, but they're, they're ones you're going to struggle to get because they're not going to be on Netflix. Like Brown well, I'm, Sugar, I'm, I'm gonna be The Wood. Of, I'm going to be paying for all of them on Prime. I'm going to rent them. Oh, oh wow, shit, man. That's fascinating. Guy, I think that's called. Black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. <laughs> He's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I oh, mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I'm really, I'm really intrigued for you to see like the wood and brown mm, sugar wood, as examples. Um, um, very like very different kind of, kind of films. Um, brown sugar is like a, a big favorite of mine from like a long time. Um, but um, yeah, I'm just intrigued for you to see uh, some of those other ones as well. 
Uh, but man, boys in the hood and set up. You you got <laughs> you got two big ones under your belt coming up. Yeah, that, that that's not a mix I would have done, but <laughs> all the more power to you, bro. Yeah, I'm like trying to go back to the other ones we recommended and be like, you know what? Is this on Netflix? I'm like trying to bring up Netflix right now. Those, those two are on Netflix. Like uh, none of the uh, your uh, none uh, none other of your film suggestions were on Netflix. The rest were on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, I know it's not on here. Well, straight out of Compton is, but I mean, like, I'm not rushing you to that. go watch. Yeah, I'm not rushing you to go see that one, anyways. Yeah. Um, like, it's good, but I mean, like, I want you go. I want you go deep. Stump the yard, though, man. Like, I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, if you if you're gonna put money in and you need a palate cleanser between those two That's films, I was thinking. put Stump the yard. the yard in there. Yeah. Like that that is that is a classic film, but it's not like we're gonna sit here and talk about like the deepest political black experience out of that film. That's not what it's yeah. for. Half of that film is just making good. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's half the reason why people watched it. Um, oh, but also, by the way, I wanted to correct something I had said earlier. Uh, Tactics, you asked me what was the film Jane Smith was in. It was not The Breakdown. It's just what came to my head in the moment, and I had to look it up. I was like, I feel like I'm wrong. It was The Get Down. The which get make, down. That's which, it, which yeah. makes more sense because it's based off of like coming out of like, the 70s drug trade and the terminology would not have been break it would have been get but yeah. one of my favorite things from that film though um was like obviously when they were like creating hip-hop because of course that's me but um that i love and i've referenced i've used it ever since i watched that film is when they would um loop back the uh the part that they would they would sample right they would loop back the drums and they would loop back uh, like a melody and that's essentially the the, the origin of hip-hop music's creation um they they called it my favorite term, the good part, and I loved it because I used to say it when I was a kid. I'd listen to songs and I'd be like, they play something, and I'd be like, I don't what that. What, can you play the good part again? Like that part was really cool, and then you just did all this other stuff with the song, and I don't like it anymore. <laughs> like just play that one part. So, uh, anyways, yeah, totally totally random, but I, I had to put it out there. That's fair. Oh, we lost you. Oh. Can you hear me though? Uh, I can still hear you. We're having like a sling of technical problems uh, this uh, this episode, but nonetheless, uh, we're going to like end off on there. So like I, uh, to be continued, I will be uh, watching more uh, uh, black films uh, coming up, and I will be bringing them forward for Black Adam. So Whoa, what happened to Darcy? Uh, he he's still there. We can still hear him, but he. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm having mic problems. He having uh, video problems. But let's just pass it back to you before we all like lose our ability to stay in touch. All right. Well, this has been another long edition of the Geeky Bros podcast. This is the first time I think that we've gone to two hours. So that is a feat in itself. But thank you once again for tuning in. If you tuned in for the entire show, half the show or a quarter of it, whatever you did, it's all good. Just be sure to like, favorite and subscribe, like uh, or watch rather or no, sorry, listen rather to us on Spotify um i don't know if our stuff is up to date but if it is then yeah check us out on the latest episode until then we will see you guys next friday i'm your boy tactics yo it's just darcy here doing a pure blackout <laughs> and, black, and i'm black y'all and i'm blacker than black and i'm black y'all and this is vicky umar uh live long and frost for y'all and also for all of you who are uh, watching after our live event if you want to go to a specific topic please just uh click uh the uh, link in our descriptions to, to take you to the timestamps of the topic of your choice and see you guys next week <laughs>